Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the Hub World Podcast. Uh, we are going to be talking about E3 predictions. Everyone's favorite. It's E3 is everyone's favorite time of year. It's like video game Christmas. And uh, today we will be talking about the Xbox Bethesda E3 showcase that will be happening on Sunday, June 13th at 10, 10 a.m. Pacific. So today, uh, I'm Mateo from the Hub World, by the way, if you didn't know that. <laughs> and today I'm joined by... Hey, it's Gino. Jules from the Hub World. And Riley from that same site. Yay! I'm very happy we're all together for this. Uh, like we said in our Nintendo Direct, uh, our February Nintendo Direct uh, podcast, like E3 and Nintendo Directs or, uh, and all those types of an- announcements were one of the things that really made us want to start this podcast, having the discussion, having the predictions and all that. It's just super fun for us. And I'm happy that we're, we can all be here today to do this because this is like, uh, it's it's coming full circle almost. So, but anyways... Um, at the time of recording this, uh, the only companies that have uh, dates set in stone right now for their conferences is Microsoft and uh, Ubisoft. So we're going to be doing Microsoft's today, and uh, I think we'll kick it off. We'll get actually before we start. Uh, we're going to talk about games that or things that we think will happen first, and then things we hope will happen at the end, like our dream our dream picks feel free to add a microsoft or bethesda topic whatever one comes to your mind first so we're not going to like break down microsoft and then do bethesda we'll just do everything at once so uh i will kick it off actually uh, first because if we know one thing that's going to be at this conference it's we we know that halo infinite's going to be here my prediction for halo infinite is we already know it's coming out this year I think Halo Infinite's going to come out in November this year. Uh, I'm not sure what date, because like I don't know what days Microsoft historically releases games on. Because like I know Nintendo does Fridays. I don't know what Microsoft's historic release day is, but um, usually it's on a Tuesday. I heard like I know people were like, "Oh, it'd be great if they released it." I think on November 15th or something, which is the, would be the anniversary of Halo One's release. But November 15th, I think, is like a is a Monday. If I remember correctly, November sixteenth, maybe, or maybe they just say screw it and they'll put it on the fifteenth. But anyways, I just I feel like we're gonna get a release date for sure. This game can't get delayed again. It was supposed to come out during the for the Xbox Series X launch, and they post they pushed it back. That game would have been huge if it came out at launch, but they need decided it needed more time. So I feel like enough delays, put this game out, announce its release date. And I really think they're going to go all out. They're, the game's going to get a huge blowout. I think there's going to be a campaign demo and a multiplayer showcase that they're going to do. Like, I give me like what they did with Halo Five. They did a, a the whole whole mission of Halo 5's campaign, and then they showed what the arena multiplayer is going to look like. I want that exact treatment for Halo Infinite. Lastly, I think also there's going to be some type of multiplayer beta that's going to be released i don't know if microsoft's going to like make it exclusive a timed exclusive for some uh audiences whether it's like game pass ultimate members get it or uh halo insider members get it first or something like that but i feel like there should be a multiplayer beta 
and hopefully it comes out sooner rather than later. So that's what I think about Halo yeah. Infinite. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you with like the big um like the it it's gonna be front and center. I would not be surprised if this was like the like like even like how they used to have like the banner kind of like the banner game at the convention center during E3. Uh I feel like like Halo, they have to do it. Like that game's had a full year of marketing, like with whether it be with like like different random products like at that you would get at seven eleven or anything like that. Like they've already spent all this marketing budget and stuff on it. And like the multiplayer beta, honestly Mateo, I wouldn't be surprised if like, oh yeah, starting today or starting today you can pre register for this event. It's gonna I think it'll be for everyone that has uh Game Pass Ultimate because they want this game in as many people's hands as possible. And if you're already a subscriber, this is just going to showcase one of the benefits of this thing. They're not going to like hide it behind like another service like, "Oh, okay, not only do you have to have Game Pass Ultimate, oh, you also have to be like the Halo Insider and stuff like eh. I, that that doesn't make too too much sense to me. But I mean, also given that they've already said that the multiplayer component will be free, I assume they'd want it to be yeah as accessible as possible yeah like like microsoft cannot like this game cannot fail if it does they're like they can't have another repeat of like what happened with like halo 4 and like just generally the 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 community sentiment towards like halo 5 like the multiplayer and everything was good but people really wanted to like wanted more out of that campaign they have to knock this one out of the park that's why they delayed the game for a full year to begin with so like it it can't be bad. They cannot afford it to be bad. And having that beta, uh, having the beta test, it's going to be for as many people as possible. They might lock it behind the Game Pass Ultimate, but maybe even it'll be on xCloud too, so they can test that as well. That'd be like a really cool thing. And you can play it now during the demo. Yeah. And that's, I, that actually I really, really don't, cool. I, it would be cool, but I really don't think it's going to be like Shadow Drop that day. I, if it happens, I feel like they're gonna want. It, they're they're gonna need people to register for it, and you that's gonna take time. I just yeah, I I echo everything you said about Halo Infinite. You know that yeah. game cannot be bad. It really needs to like, it needs to land. They they need to nail the landing of that game. So yeah, it's been what almost. I mean, it's been worst case scenario, years. even if it does poorly, MC like MCC still seems to be thriving because people seem to. You know, actually, still like the old Halos, which always warms my heart. My cold, yeah, heart. and it's and it's getting a lot of really new and like compelling content too. Like, I, I wouldn't know. I I wouldn't. I don't know if I would say it's compelling, but I mean, sure, it's nice to have new armor sets. Even if I mean, the fact they're adding ma- new maps to Halo Three is really cool too. Like the maps, I've never, I haven't played them yet. They could be bad. I don't know, but the fact that they're still updating the game is really cool. After the the tumultuous launch that they had with Master yeah, Chief Collection was, to boot, so uh, that's an understatement. Yeah, people say, yeah, people say that No Man's Sky was a redemption story. I'm sorry, Master Chief Collection probably trumps that in my opinion. But yeah, Jules, I don't have a lot to say about Big Halo guy, and I don't follow um, to know if this is even a possibility. But you guys would probably be able to speak to this. But I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if at E3, they also announced that they're going to add Halo 5 to Master Chief Collection in preparation for Infinite um, because it's been years now um, and melding those two products together would probably 
benefit people who are looking to get into Halo Infinite, especially because Halo Five is not on PC, right? Yeah, the, it's not. Um, campaign is not, but there's custom games and Forge, but proper mm-hmm. multiplayer and campaign is not. No. Yeah. Well, how do you think? Like, do you think that would be something that Microsoft would? Because, like, to me, it looks like Microsoft keeps trying to support um, Master Chief Collection as almost like this, this like hub for Halo as a series, I mean, and I feel like it's missing Halo Five right now. And I think, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. That's what I was, what I was say, just... given how they've started saying they 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 dropped the whole numbering with Infinite because they want it to be a flagship for the for Halo going forward. I could see them, yeah, eventually adding Halo Five to MCC just so it's a collection of all all the stuff that Halo used to be while they do whatever they're doing with Halo going forward. Yeah, I could see that. I'd be down for that. I really, li- I I like Halo Five a lot. I wonder, like, do you guys I... think? No, continue. I was just gonna say, if they do add Halo Five, though, the war the Rex would be a bit of a mess in the MCC. I don't know how they'd work that. Oh, the Rex eh. system. Yeah. Eh. Well, they could they could do what as they long were as it's doing. not microtransactiony. Like if they they, I don't think they should ever charge real money for that stuff again. But would um, you guys? How would you? Because like I wonder if this would ever be something that they would do. But like, even like hearkening to the name Halo Infinite. Do you ever think, like, has it ever even been thought up that maybe Halo Infinite is not only going to be, like, a brand new campaign and a new game, but it's actually going to be the evolution of Master Chief Collection? Like, what if Halo Infinite includes everything in Master Chief Collection as well as Halo 5, as well as a new campaign, and Halo Infinite becomes, like, a hub for the series moving forward, like, every whatever three or four years you pay to add whatever the next Halo game is into Halo Infinite. And Halo Infinite Mm -hmm. becomes the new Master Chief collection. Like, it becomes a a service? Almost, not a service, it would just essentially be a constant collection of Halo games. Um, And, like, Halo Infinite itself, like, maybe, maybe that's the thing, is, like, maybe maybe the campaign of Halo Infinite, like whatever Halo 6 is, will actually be called something else. And Halo Infinite is is the engine and um, like what they've built, but it a- actually becomes like the new Master Chief collection. They add all the other content into it. Because that's the thing. It's like, so for example, like if they could add Halo 5 into Master Chief collection, but then it runs into the the problem in the future that eventually Halo Infinite's going to have to get added to it, or or else it's always going to be separate as they move forward. But what if that's what the infinite in the title refers to? What if this is like going to become the new Master Chief Collection, and always there's going to be one big hub where you can play all the Halo games, and as they add the games, like the new games, so like whatever Halo Seven is, it would be like when Reach came out and you had to buy it to add it to Master Chief Collection. Like, what if they just do that from now on, where it's like, this is like a hub where all the Halo games are accessible, and whenever the next game comes out, you pay the money, like the $80, to add the new game into it. Thus, Halo Infinite. That could be cool. Yeah, I I like the idea in in concept, but I don't want to go through, like, getting all the achievements, all the... The, that, the, that's the also customizable true. things and all that stuff in all the other Halo games again, like if they, they import Master Chief Collection into Halo Infinite, like it becomes if that happens one product. Then, yes, if it's like tied to your account and like somehow you you can get all your stuff unlocked, then yes. But like I, I think see, that's more what I was talking. That's given, more what I meant. 
given actually that um, they've never really mentioned that the only, despite them continue, they barely support Halo Five, but they continue to add stuff to MCC. They're having a reward for people who reach max rank in Halo Five, being a specific armor set. They don't have anything for MCC, which I find strange. So I actually mm-hmm. think there could be some, uh, there could be a possibility of that. Like the yeah. the thing you bring from MCC would be all your progress. I I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Have all my um, again. So, two quick Halo related things that I just thought of that I think could be a, 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 a there could be a chance that they get revealed. Or, or something happens between here. I think it would be amazing if, because now that Microsoft owns Bethesda, they own Doom as well now, I think it'd be really cool to have some sort of like collab uh, collaboration between Halo and Doom. So like maybe there could be like a set of the Doom Marines armor in Halo that Infinite. That would be sick. That'd that be, be really, really cool. Sick. So like that's a super minor thing. And I just remember hearing something that like there's another Halo project in the works at 343 it's going to be like a smaller game similar to like an ODST type game I think that'd be really cool if uh, they sort of like tease something beyond Halo Infinite that could th- that this uh, side project could be I'm still but, desperately um, hoping for that uh, that rumored like flood survival horror Halo game yeah dude mm-hmm. imagine if Machine Games was working on that like you get the really tight gunplay of of um, I I don't think I want or Doom. I don't, and... I don't think I'd want another team working on a Halo game like that. But if it's like something experimental, right? Machine Games, Gino. Machine Games is busy doing other stuff right now. We'll talk about yeah. it later. But um, anyone have uh, another prediction? I do. Another I Halo do. related. It's not Halo prediction? related, but okay. related in the sense that I think this is something that will absolutely show up. Mm-hmm. Skyrim next next gen. Skyrim on PS5 and Xbox Series X will be announced. They gotta hit them all. I mean, but yeah, wouldn't they just instead do like uh, an upgrade to the the Legendary Edition? No, it's not good enough. Then it's not really on everything. They gotta do it. You know what I mean? Its own dedicated yeah. version. Also, when you're saying you thought you knew something that was definitely going to be announced, I th- I thought thought for sure you're going to mention Forza. That I also have Forza shit on my on my list. Halo shit and Forza shit. I don't think anyone here is oh. a fan of it other than potentially Joe. I, I want uh, a Bethesda made Forza game where you play as a car and it's like Fallout or um, or Skyrim where you play as a car and there's different makes of car but it's like an open world RPG. So you want it to be a it, Cars game? like Cars except realistic and the cars don't okay. talk. <laughs> yeah, Isn't like I just Forza, I kind of uh, like a Horizon. No, not enough. Are, it needs to have I, RPG elements. Are the cars like sentient or do they have drivers? No. They have drivers, you just never you never see the drivers. I, I don't know yeah, how that's I just this idea. You go into dungeons <laughs> with <laughs> do the you cars. Have swords and, or do you have just like a, a snowplow? Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to reel this in a little yeah. bit here. But uh I kind of like split because, like you mentioned, Forza. I kind of like split my predictions in a way where, like, I said for the most part, we kind of know what Microsoft's first-party studios are working on already. So there's a lot of games we know of. I kind of split my list into stuff I think we'll have like a we'll get new looks on, 
and stuff that I just absolutely do not think have any chance of being at this this right. event. I guess I'll go into the stuff that I don't think will be there. I don't think there's a chance that we'll see anything new on Fable, Perfect Dark, or whatever the heck the Coalition's working on. Uh, whatever new project they're working on. I think those three, in my opinion, there's no way we see anything from them. Perfect Dark is too early, Fable's too early, and Coalition's project's too early. I would just, I would no. everything else. I think. Fair I game. would disagree. Yeah, I disagree. I, disagree I don't think we're well. gonna. I don't think we're gonna get a Forza game this year. I think we're gonna get some kind of Fable thing because I know, play, like Playground. No, there is a Forza. Well, we know Forza Motor, the new Forza Motorsports coming out. That's done by Turn Ten, but like. Uh, playground playground is working on yeah. fable and i think we'll but... get a tease of it because we already like, did get a tease but well, I... more than just like a teaser trailer i think we'll i think we're going to get something sub substantial or something that's going to be like oh okay here's here's like at, at least, least a story like here's you know? like a story trailer or yeah something. not yeah like, I, agree. I don't think we're not seeing gameplay we're not seeing like agreed. cinematics or anything, we're gonna get a story trailer of some like, sorts. Agreed. Because like the reason why the reason why I thought that is like to me those three games those are the next phase the next wave of Xbox games that are coming out. The first wave is gonna be like or uh, it's gonna be Forza, it's gonna be Psychonauts two, Halo Infinite, Hellblade two. Uh, I, I mean, put avowed here because I, I have a. I think Avowed could be earlier than we think, to be honest. I mean, you're you, not wrong. I think all those games will see more stuff. I mean, stuff. you're not wrong in that sense, but I think Microsoft's trend in the past has always been to show their whole hand. Like, they're never a company to be like, well, yeah. we're going to wait till something's close to development. Like, because, I mean, they showed stuff for Battletoads and Ori in the Will of the Wisps like three years in a row as it got delayed constantly. Like, I, I do think they'll show something Fable. Just like like Gino said, like probably not gameplay, but you're probably gonna get like a sense, like a story thing. Like that just tends to be Microsoft's trend. Is anytime they release news, they typically release news on every major thing they're doing. Even with like Halo Infinite, right? Like they announced it and they kept showing stuff. It wasn't necessarily gameplay, but they showed us a trailer. Just to remind us that it's there. Remind us what's coming because I feel like Microsoft, unlike Nintendo and Sony constantly needs to remind their consumers of what they have because they're still building that IP recognition and I think that that's just something that they do whereas like I feel like mm -hmm. the difference with like Sony and Nintendo is they don't always show their whole hand because like part of their marketing tactic is the mystery of like what's coming because they have so much that could possibly be coming whereas Microsoft doesn't like Microsoft has a few things um, and so if we already know their hand, they might as well show it. But yeah, like I, I think, uh, we'll get, we'll probably get release dates on Psychonauts 2 and Forza for sure. Forza Motorsport 5 or whatever the new Forza game. I forgot. I think they're just rebooting the Motorsport series. Yeah. I think it's just called Forza Motorsport. But I have a feeling, like I said earlier, I think Avowed might be a little, it's no way it's coming out this year, but I have a feeling Avowed could be a sooner than we expect because like it did get more uh like it, it's got a little bit of a longer reveal than the other like a lot of the other games did in the uh xbox showcase that we got last year but uh i still think it's like earliest is probably 
end of next year. Because like I think Perfect Dark and Fable are like two years out. Avowed could still be one year out. Speaking maybe a little Vowed, longer than one year out. Can I talk about one of my dream uh, dream announcements? Sure. Sure. So given that Obsidian is owned by Microsoft now and with the recent you know acquisition of Bethesda, means Microsoft would have the rights to Fallout. And as everyone knows, mm-hmm. Fallout New Vegas is arguably... Well, actually, sorry, I guess not everyone knows this, and it's obviously a matter of opinion, but many people consider Fallout New Vegas to be the, be- the single best of the modern Fallouts, and it was obviously done by Obsidian. So my hope is that perhaps they'll be able to work on a Fallout game again. I'm sure that would be really cool. Microsoft like has all the individual pieces. An yeah. opinion that was once shared on our last Bethesda podcast many, many weeks or, ago. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I think that would also like they would that would get uh, Microsoft and Bethesda some huge brownie points. For sure. I think something like that, depending on what they're like, depending on what they have lined up, that's something that they could save for later because that's a pretty big announcement. And right now with like, let's be real, like, Halo Infinite, like, Halo in general will always be one of their, like, one of, if not, their biggest thing they can ever well, show. I think as and it should be, but... As it should be, but but what I'm saying is because this year we'll have Halo, something that's that much of a big deal, like Fallout, like a Fallout New Vegas sequel, that will probably, even if it exists, still be, like, two, three years out. It might be something they'll save just because, like... It's one of those things. Like they will need big things to throw out after but Halo. Just, they, and they, I, they never have yeah. to show it. They could just announce that they're working on it. That would be yeah. No, no, but that's what I mean. Better. Is I almost feel like they might need that. For example, like so, like this year's E3, they have Halo to focus on. But next year's E3, what are they going to announce? What are they going to talk about? And they'll need something big to to shock people because, like, it's Fable showing Fable gameplay isn't going to cut it showing gameplay of like those things but aren't going to cut also, it because they're not massive. Okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, but I, I if it's just the announcement next year, I still don't think that would be enough. It would need to be like it would need to be an announcement and showing off gameplay at that point. Or a I mean, I think still think it would be hype. Like if you st- if you saw that like at any yeah, time if you I don't saw think it's that enough they were to carry a show if it, they don't have anything. No, no, no. I'm not talking about carrying a show because what will carry their show will always be whatever's coming out soon. But it's not those things that are what gets the like buzz, right? Like what gets the buzz is whatever's big. Whatever the big announcement is. And this year I feel like they can do without having a big shock announcement because they can really run the coattails of like we're showing off Halo Infinite like in its glory because it's actually coming out and they can kind of ride on those coattails and they don't really need a big shock. Whereas next year they might need that because what fables going to carry the the show or or like a new gears of war like those games don't have the the ability to carry a show yeah, the way halo no does could. what elder scrolls 6 which oh, let's be real it, it but elder it won't be there next year because they they already said starfield is still nowhere near done and they they i think they said way back like elder scrolls 6 isn't coming until after starfield's done like well after Starfield's done, they've already said this year that Starfield is nowhere near done. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it a rumor that said that Starfield really only started development in 2019, or it was or it was a really like skeleton team until then? I'm not sure. 
I don't know. Well, I feel like now this is a um, natural segue where we should probably talk about some Bethesda stuff. I was actually going to segue into that before, and now we've kind of gone on a tangent in other directions, and I'll still mention what I was going to say. Apologize. but No, 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 don't apologize. Like, um, But maybe we should talk about Bethesda. Like, let's, like, so do... We can hop back into other Microsoft stuff yeah. later, because I have a few. Yeah, more. and like I do too, but... Um, um, like Starfield, like I don't think Elder Scrolls Six is getting shown this year or at all. No, I think no. if if anything, just if they wanted to give us like a little scrap, they might give us the name. But I yeah. can't see anything. I, beyond I think that. that's more than a scrap. If you have the name, you can at least like you'll know generally what the yeah. aesthetic of the game is going to be. Yeah, but that's still like still like I understand what you mean. It's more than a scrap, but I mean like that's still like just well, a piece like it's a crumb yeah i i think we will see it in some form or another i think we will they will talk about the exclusivity stuff because you can't talk about bethesda now without talking about what's going to be exclusive that's what i so that's exactly what i was going to segue into actually is what i was going to say is i wonder how they're going to handle bethesda because i wonder how the ex like we obviously a big question since they bought bethesda and all these things phil spencer and everybody else has said is what's the exclusivity deal going to be like and i wonder if if there are games that are going to be on multiple consoles if they will even really highlight them in their like i'm sure they'll show them but i wonder if they'll highlight like for example the big one i was thinking is is indiana jones going to show up the Bethesda Indiana Jones game, because I think that one has the most potential to be multi-plat just because it's using a very popular like film IP. And it's like, well, will they, if it's going to be on PS5 and Xbox Series X, will they even like really show it? Like, will they highlight it in their Microsoft trailer? Cause won't that like, I, I think it would be 100% yeah. because uh, I honestly, like, I, we should spend a little bit of time on Indiana Jones right now, because, like, I legitimately think there's a good chance that game could come out this year. Because Wolfenstein uh, 2 came out in 2017. That game came out, like, around the same time Mario Odyssey did, I think. Or, like, even on the same day. I think it was released on the same day. So, like, they've had good four years, almost. So, you know... And if that game's built like in the same engine or or whatever as Wolfenstein, there's a very good chance that game could be close or like it'll either hit this year or maybe even like early next year. But because Indiana Jones is such an iconic uh, film franchise and such a known brand, I think it would be dumb for Microsoft to not show it off, even if it is is an exclusive, because the like you can still like have all the marketing and stuff, all the trailers and stuff they'll have because now Microsoft owns the parent company. All the trailers will have the Xbox, like the ones you see on TV will yeah. have the Xbox branding. And where does that start? That starts at E3 once it gets shown off. So it's just going to be, I, I think it, it would definitely be there stuff that I, I don't think stuff that was announced before the Microsoft acquisition, like death loop or uh, what's it called? Ghostwire Tokyo. Something, whatever that's called, I don't think those will be here. Because, like, Phil Spencer, like, said Microsoft is honoring those deals that were made before. Indiana Jones wasn't shown off at that point, so maybe there's a chance Indiana Jones ha didn't have a, a deal signed with another console manufacturer, but, like, I, I really think it'd be, like, it'd be a big 
Like, that's a big game. Machine Games is arguably one of Bethesda's best uh, developers. So, like, this is this would be this is a big deal game. Yeah. So, like, I, it has to be there. I think. Yeah. I'm so yeah. hyped for that. Also, game. was Starfield already announced to be like like which platforms it was going to be on at that point, or they would they just say, okay, here's Starfield, we're working on it. That's okay, next so, gen yeah. systems. Okay, I'd like to take um, a um, a job at this. I think Starfield still has the potential to be multi-platform, but for the sake of this discussion, I'm going to say they're going to they're not going to surprise anyone and make it exclusive. Just because, hey, here's the new great IP from Bethesda. If you want to play it, you got to be on Xbox or you got to be on Game Pass. Yeah, I think they're going to have maybe like. A, a one-year exclusivity to Game Pass or like Microsoft Online Store, and then I think they'll open it up to Steam, and that's it. Because then it'll keep that PC stuff going. Because Microsoft still has Master Chief Collection available through Steam. It still has um, some of their other games and stuff available through Steam. Like uh, I think Sea of Thieves is on there too, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, uh, Outer Worlds is there also, yeah. I do think Starfield will be exclusive. But I don't think it's going to not be on Steam day one because I think, the, and this is my my opinion, I think with something like Starfield, which is a new IP, they're going to want to build that IP and build the like recognition of that IP and having a bigger consumer base will ultimately help yeah, Microsoft and Bethesda and that game. And But at the same time, I don't think with a new IP, they care to put it on a Sony console, which is why I don't think Starfield will be on PlayStation, but I do think it will be on PC because that will help it build its brand. Whereas I think the established IPs like Elder Scrolls and Fallout even, um, those are the ones that I think Microsoft will consider either being multi-plat or like timed exclusive and then going multi-plat just because they already have a huge brand recognition on those those other consoles and it would it would make them more money if they just put it on those consoles like really at the end of the day um having it just on microsoft is really just going to hurt the performance of those games and the, the money they can make from them because they're already so well established yeah um whereas i think the new ip they can kind of take more risks with yeah I will challenge you on this one, though. I think that the big, the big tentpole franchises from Bethesda will be exclusive to Microsoft or P- uh, Microsoft and Windows gaming, like Windows 10 PC. I, I don't think we will see anything out of them outside of what they're contractually obliged to. They didn't spend four billion dollars to have the like the biggest RPG franchise and Fallout and like all of their other stuff just to go out and help sell a Sony console. Like I I, mean, I, I agree I, with you in some ways, they, you know, they want to grow, they want to grow game pass. They want to grow X cloud. The only way they can do that effectively is to keep it locked within their brand. And they want to bring you in on their platform. That's like, I mean, even like, even when Microsoft store existed as a place, right? The entire vibe of that thing was to get you in on their ecosystem whether it be through xbox whether it be through surface and to a certain extent the phones and those fizzled out and died because there wasn't there just wasn't enough users on them (laughs) but most people have a computer 
A lot of PC I, gamers I are not gaming on an Apple machine. They're they're on a Windows machine. Yeah. Right? Most um, people's smartphones I, has access to the internet, which means you have access to download a free app and then get your Game Pass subscription. They're gonna they want you in on their platform. Right? I know they do. And and, and like I guess my one rebuttal, Gino, is I would fully agree with you on all of these points regarding the exclusivity had it not been for them already saying that some games will not be exclusive. And when I think, well, then what are those some games? Because it doesn't make sense to make something like Starfield that's like a new IP. Like, what's the point of making that multi-plat? Because you're giving away a potential like new big IP that can just start out on Xbox and grow as a game. You're giving that away to your competitor for what is the like actual gain like that's a risk whereas with elder scrolls it's not a risk right yeah. with elder scrolls it's like well we will make money off of our competitors by putting it on their system and i compare it to something like minecraft where it's like yeah of course they didn't spend however many billion dollars to buy bethesda to just put those games on their competitors consoles but it's also like they look at the money they spent on minecraft and they just saw what a vehicle minecraft was and was like well, yeah, we're just going to buy it so we can make money off of it. And I feel like they'll do the same with Elder Scrolls. That being said, I don't think that that means that Elder Scrolls won't be timed, right? Like, Elder Scrolls can absolutely be timed for a bit. It absolutely will probably have enhanced content. And even if they did make it day one on a PS5, the fact that it will be on Game Pass on Xbox, which means that you would get it for free if you had Game Pass, already is a much better deal than having to buy it $80 right out on a PS5. So I think regardless, with Elder Scrolls, yeah. like whether they make it timed exclusive or not timed exclusive, like I do think they're still going to highlight it like the best way and yeah. the easiest way to play is Xbox. Yeah. And I think Regardless that's the only where, game yeah. that makes sense to be multi-plat. Like, I don't, I don't, like, if they had not said that, if they had not said some things would be multi-plat, I would agree with you. But when they said some things will, the only thing I can think of that makes sense is Elder Scrolls, because it just sells like hotcakes. Yeah. One thing I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, when you say, like, when we say multi-plat, I think it'll be Steam. I don't, I honestly, like, I'm having... Like I'm having reservations the longer we go without hearing anything about like how it's going to be on Sony because Microsoft at the end of the day will want to take away market share from them, right? Like it's already impossible to find a PS5 and an Xbox One as it is. Everyone has a PC, so I think it'll be there. Like if you're lucky enough to have this stuff, right? There won't be shortages for consoles in like three years when this yeah, game yeah it's out. true <laughs> you know i i but, forgot about that um, i still forget thing, that we're like the, talking like yeah. halfway into the the console's lifespan this game is like it's probably just like they're probably like just starting to ramp up the, right now with the other thing to remember too is like absolutely yeah. like they might just be referring to steam but the thing is like most of their games go to steam and they don't say like, "Hey, Halo is a multi," but like they they advertise Halo as an exclusive, despite it being on PC as well. So that's where I see it as a distinction when they're saying, "Well, some Bethesda games won't be exclusive." I don't think they're talking about Steam. I do think they're talking about Sony, yeah. or even or the Hey, it could come onto the Switch. It could come to yeah, the Switch. Switch, Switch, yeah. uh, new Nintendo Switch <laughs> Pro. We'll get. Hey, I played a lot of Skyrim on Switch, and it was very fun. Let me scan my Link Amiibo in there, and and we'll yeah. go. Um, that might that uh, that'll get me into Elder Scrolls. But, yeah, but so. um, I think also uh, 
like a dream game for me would be like and i think the only way this gets announced is if um indiana jones does get announced to come out this year and i would want a new machine games made wolfenstein game wolfenstein young blood did absolutely nothing for me i really did not like the direction that that game you weren't alone in that one mateo uh (laughs) most people did yeah like like, it it even just like the game like i honestly like i'm gonna actually fact check this because i actually don't think machine games made wolfenstein youngblood oh it was a collaboration between machine games and arcane which also is owned by bethesda but uh yeah like so yeah they definitely they weren't working on the project by themselves and you could tell that like the same amount of care for honestly like what's right and fair was not put into that game because of the microtransactions and yeah okay you got a buddy pass with the game but like the co-op in that game just didn't feel right to me i and especially coming off of the two previous uh wolfenstein games that machine games made new order and and young blood and even old sorry blood. Uh, not young blood derp uh old blood and uh uh new colossus especially new colossus just those games are incredible and just to have that big step back that the series had with Youngblood, I just they, they they got like Wolfenstein something special. They got they it worked like they revived that series fantastically. Just push it forward now. Machine Games like Indiana, they could maybe do Indiana Jones and Wolfenstein simultaneously. I don't know, but I think now especially like a lot of the Bethesda studios are going to really uh, get a huge shot in the arm by the just the sheer m- amount of money that Microsoft can throw at these games. The studios can grow, they can expand, they can, uh, you know, organize better. All of the, the, the Bethesda studios, I think, are going to succeed under Microsoft. If Microsoft takes a step back and just lets them do what they want, they, lets them do the thing, just sign the checks. Like, Hey, Phil's, I, Phil's so at the helmet, Dale. That's the, that's the only thing. Phil, uh, Phil is there. Yeah. <laughs> Phil is there. It's not like what's going to happen so, at Google with freaking Stadia and Amazon's game studio. Stadia's yeah, dead. At Amazon's game studios and stuff, they're all like it's they're all crumbling too. Because yeah, I don't want to get into that because that's a different topic. But like yeah, so the only way I think a new Wolfenstein does get shown is if we see the 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 entire plan for Indiana Jones. So, but. uh I, for me, that's all the stuff I, I had for Bethesda, like between like what you guys were saying about Starfield and Elder Scrolls and stuff. So it's all my Bethesda predictions have been set already, but I got a few Microsoft uh, ones if I no one else has anything to add for Bethesda. Uh, wait, is, yeah. Arcane, is Arcane the one working on Deathloop? Okay, yes, I believe. Yeah, Arcane is doing Deathloop. Um, I mean, that yeah, is... I think we've talked to Elder Scrolls, we've talked mm-hmm. Starfield, like what about the Sony I, exclusive Bethesda like, I don't game that think... was supposed to be coming out? Which one was that one again? Deathloop. Yeah, Death Deathloop and Ghostwire okay. Tokyo. Do you I think, think yeah. they get reduced to a one year, a one year? Or are they going to be permanent exclusive? Do you think? I think they have to honor the the contract, so I think it's yeah. hard for us to predict that. But if they ever do come out on a Microsoft uh, platform, then you can bet that they'll probably be on yeah. Game Pass. I really don't think there'll be a Fallout project shown this year, and I don't think there'll be a, a Doom oh, uh, project. I don't think, I don't think anything Fallout will be around for a while, just because of like yes. the shitstorm of seven, Fallout 76. It's sour. When they bring it, yeah, when they bring Fallout back, it's going to be a big like revitalization yep. for the series, and I think it will be what Riley is predicting. Like, I think 
announcing that Fallout is in the hands of not necessarily New Vegas Two, but like Fallout is now in the hands of Obsidian itself will be enough to like to get people back on board after seventy six. But what happens to the Outer World, right? Because that was basically just Fallout in space. They Microsoft actually just said recently, any like they actually said all future Outer Worlds games are going to be under the Xbox Game Studios or like uh, banner now. Like so, it definitely seems like there's going to be a future for the Outer oh, Worlds. Oh, so Obsidian like Microsoft, might like, not be is, doing it. That maybe not, but you never know. Maybe uh, I don't know. But Honestly, um, I, yeah, anyways, I'd, I'd agree with Riley. But before we get a new New Vegas so, game, I think we're going to get New Vegas remastered just to test the waters and test people's interest. And when that game inevitably does well, it'll get greenlit for sure for a sequel. Let's transition back into Xbox predictions yeah. now, non-Bethesda Xbox predictions. So there is a certain studio that Microsoft bought back in the oh, day in 2002. God. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> I think we should my pass favorite... on this one really quick and do some little stuff. I really? think this is the big one. I think this is this well, is this is this is the big one. I have the but I have no no no. No, no no, but I have predictions tied into this one. That's the thing. Mateo, save the big one for last. Do your little ones first. I was gonna talk about Everwild. Sure, go ahead. I go totally ahead. forgot that was a thing. So Yeah, I did as well. Well that's the thing. We don't know what Everwild is. All we've seen were like two like artistic trailers that don't show any gameplay or we don't even know like the, the genre of game it's gonna be. And it's seemingly like pretty far into development because what Sea of Thieves came out in like 2016, I want to say 2017. Are they still producing new content for Sea of like, Thieves, or is it or yeah, it's yeah. season two? Sea of, Thieves just... is, sea of Thieves is going yeah, really got a strong. massive update this year. But I heard I I yeah. I knew it was and, popular, but I never thought it would be that big. Like I it's always not, came back. It's well, more it came just back. there, just kind of like keeping it alive. But it's not rares. It's rares A team. I think Rare's got like three studios, and not like I think the the Sea of Thieves team now is really 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 small, and they're just working on like continuous quality of life updates and like the odd like big expansion. But the main studios are working on other projects now, and like Everwild has been in in development, full development, I think, for at least three years now. I'm really intrigued by Everwild, just like based on the the kind of like lore that they rares kind of teased about it in the last two uh, t- uh, trailers it's had, and also the art style is very compelling. It and does look very pretty. I if it, it, it yeah, and like I I kind of hope the game is like kind of like Horizon Zero Dawn in the sense where like it's just like an action adventure game, kind of like Breath of the Wild, like open world action adventure game because microsoft doesn't really have those but like knowing rare there's it rares very much like nintendo still like they always try to innovate and sometimes it's their detriment but i feel like with everwild hope i'm hoping it's they they play it really safe the risk is the 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 lore and the, the art style don't take a risk on the gameplay also but like Ideally, I really want to know what the heck this game is. So if anyone else, like, that's all I have to say about Everwild. I, I don't think it, there's no way it's coming out this year. Might be next year title, I think. You think Q1 2022? Um, no, that's that's too early, I think. I feel like at earliest, it's summer next really? year. So Q3. Yeah, but, okay. um, Second half next year. But 
but yeah, so that's one of Rare's IPs. But Rare has a lot of IP. Yeah. And I want to talk about another one that's also not the one that you think I'm going to talk about. But another Rare IP that's been dormant for four years, actually, and was really successful when it relaunched was Killer Instinct. Ooh. Um, and Killer Instinct had a really weird development. Like, Double Helix Games, the studio that first made Killer Instinct Revival, the one that launched with the Xbox One, got bought by Amazon partially through the... the I think they got bought at the end of Season 1 of Killer Instinct. But Killer Instinct had two more seasons after, developed by Iron Galaxy. And Iron Galaxy did a phenomenal job with Killer Instinct. And I would be doing a disservice to my dear friend Yako if I didn't talk about Killer Instinct. Because, like, I even got into Killer Instinct. Jules, we got into Killer Instinct for a while. Yeah, like, I got it a was, broken combo. It was really cool. <laughs> it was really cool that they added, like, Rash from Battletoads, oh, the Arbiter. Was, when they added Arbiter, that was hype. Like, I like, too. Like, yeah, I really like five Arbiter. Like his model from Halo Five, mm, yes, yeah, they did, but it was still really cool because I think they had Arbiter's outfit, like they had a, a skin for him from the uh, other yeah. Halo games from Halo Three. What I, I liked and I really appreciated about Killer Instinct was that they didn't choose like the obvious choices to be the characters, like the guest characters. They chose like characters that were like known, but not necessarily the main. Ca- like I remember, like jokingly. After I think Arbor came out after General Rom, right? I think um, I'm I pretty sure he did. Think he did. I remember yeah. saying something. I don't remember to who. General Rom was the first guest yeah. character. I think. I think so too. And I remember saying to somebody, I don't remember who. It might have been to Riley. I remember saying before they announced Arbiter, it would be so cool if Arbiter was in this game. And I'm not even a Halo fan. And then he actually was in the game. I was like, what? I, I thought I thought it was so cool, but like I I really appreciate that because like that's not typical. But think about it though, like what kind of game was like w- like the atmosphere of Killer Instinct is like Killer Instinct. You have monsters, you have like it like metal that kind of thing, right? General Rom is like mm-hmm. he's beefy alien dude. Right, like strong, imposing, intimidating, and kind of like a lot of the characters in that game are like fit that kind of like archetype, right? Wait, the arc like, count as aliens. I mean, yeah, technically, like I mean, like an alien to human, right? Like they're not like they're not human characters. Like you wouldn't like Marcus Phoenix definitely would fit the archetype of like of a Killer Instinct game. Master Chief, not so much. Arbiter, on the other hand, yes. Yes, I agree. And Rash kind of like has that like metal kind of like vibe. It's that also like... just like a giant. I mean, if we're going vibe. with that aesthetic, though, I think like Tartarus would have fit better than Arbiter. Sure, but does Tartarus have the pull that Arbiter does? Like, would yeah, anybody know that. who Tartarus Probably is? Not. I don't even know who no, Tartarus the brute, is. The brute chieftain from Halo. Oh, Halo. I know. He, now I know who Tartarus. But Halo see, Halo. if you didn't tell me that that yeah. his name was Tartarus, I wouldn't have known. But yeah, like I think it's about time. Like Killer Instinct did really well, and it, I, I think that's one of the few occasions in which like the season system actually worked for a fighting, like for for games in general. Like Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct was one of the first yeah. that had that, and uh, like it was such a success. It'd be, I think it'd be stupid not to to give it another go. But um, 
if you don't want me to talk about the next thing, then I think well, I have a few things. Like, if anyone else has something, that, so yeah, one be- thing we gotta see. I'm sorry, Microsoft, stop, stop with your doing this every year where you announce games and say they're coming out the next year and then you don't see them for three years. Where is Cuphead, the delicious last course? <laughs> I was gonna say, it's still in development. What, can what say about Tunic? No, no, no. It, or was that Microsoft? Or was I that think Nintendo? Tunic. That was Microsoft, but I don't care about Tunic. Where's Cuphead? And at this point, I want to believe that the reason that it's taken so long is because they're going to rebrand it into um, a full-on, like, either sequel or, like, standalone expansion. That's what I'm hoping that they just do, is that at this point, Cuphead's, like... Like, I think it's been out for almost three years now. Two or three years. Like, why even release a DLC expansion? Just rebrand... If Delicious Last Course is going to have as much content as they say it does, which is essentially the same amount of content as the first Cuphead, just rebrand it into a sequel. Like, I don't... Or a standalone. Like, there's no reason to release it as an expansion at this point. Just give us all that stuff. How many bosses are supposed to be in uh, Delicious Last Course? I can't remember, but I remember them saying, like... I thought they said that they wanted to double the count... But maybe I'm wrong. Jules, imagine if all of those are just remixes of Dr. Callow's robot. Yep. The entire thing. The entire DLC is just based on he's the new villain. I'd like to add that I'm a complete idiot. I just realized now, Delicious Last Course DLC, it's a uh, play on yeah. words. Yep. It's, uh, they meant to say that. Honestly, I didn't, at this point, include, include I could have had my Delicious Last Course before and the game came out. Seconds. Yeah, so like originally when they had announced, um, um, so like things might have been changed, but apparently when they had originally announced Cuphead, they said that there would be an expan, there would be multiple expansions, and each expansion would have ten to fifteen new bosses each. But if this expansion is going to have fifteen bosses, is that not pretty close to what the base game had, Riley? Um, trying to, I think the base game had over twenty. Maybe, yeah, maybe over 20, but still, if it's like 15, like, why not make it a standalone? Like, it doesn't necessarily need to be a sequel, but still sell it absent from, like, Cuphead. Like, you shouldn't have to buy Cuphead to play it. Okay, fair. Also, you know it depends I mean? on what their definition of boss is, because if you count, like, King Dice's fight, there's, and you can count each one of those things as a boss, I don't know. True. In any case, I want my Cuphead DLC. I don't want you... none of this... Microsoft says, Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps 2018, and then the next year shows another trailer for Ori in the Will of the Wisps and says 2019, and then the next year shows another trailer for Ori in the Will of the Wisps and says 2020, and it's like, hey, when is there going to be a trailer that actually says that this game is coming out the year that the trailer's happening? Like, you've right. been doing this. That's what they do. Right. They always Microsoft do that. Microsoft delayed the, the crap out of Cuphead, and it was amazing. Microsoft delayed the crap out of Ori 2, and it was also really, really good. Like, actually, they Ori 2 had they delayed, Yeah, they delayed the crap out of Battletoads also, as well, and that game was amazing. Like... Microsoft has been delaying games and they've always been turning out like way better than a lot of people thought. So, except Crackdown 3. And hey, Crackdown 3 had Terry Crews and Terry Crews is a boss. 
maybe this can lead into my wish because I think we should end with Mateo's wish. Yeah. But well, I actually have quickly a few more things that I wanted to say. I wanted to talk about Game Pass and studio acquisitions. Oh, quickly. Okay, how much boy. money is Microsoft going to spend on your studio? Okay, okay, you go. I I now, Joel, I had something a... tied in with that too. So yeah. you go. Go ahead. So I was just simple yes or no. Like, do you guys think like the last two e uh, threes in a row, Microsoft's announced they've like studio acquisitions? I just want to know yes or no. Do you guys think they're still going to be interested in buying more studios yes. i'd say yes They're, of course i think yes in buying because like i think and this is going to tie in with my thing i wanted to talk about with game pass but microsoft has never been able to break through the japanese market and i think in a service like game pass has so much potential because handheld gaming is massive in japan everyone's on their phones the, the software on there isn't like, there's not enough on there that would probably entice uh, Japanese gamers. And I feel like Microsoft knows that, too. So they got to go out, either spend the money on a studio to buy backlog legacy content that could be compelling for Japanese gamers, or just buy a bunch of games to put on Game Pass and go that mm. way. Because I feel like the, the technology behind Game Pass and the the potential there is just it, like for me like when you hear oh everyone's bringing their switch or bringing their everyone's on their phones in the subway or whatever in Japan like it it just to me it's just it's a match it's a perfect match it just it, microsoft just needs to play this smart because that's the only thing that's really holding them back i think is japan cuz japan is like half of the video game industry right there so um i you guys have anything I think to add? I I might have something to add to this Jules. I'm sorry. I don't want to like take away from what you're saying here, but like it's very relevant to what Mateo's saying right now. You guys remember those rumors from a few months ago where uh Phil Spencer was going back and forth uh to Japan and everything, right? And certain mm-hmm. people were also uh also noticing that Konami might be interested in selling a very specific uh like they, they, they're either interested in selling uh, their gaming division or the rights to their gaming uh, to their certain games and everything. And then there was a lot of Hideo Kojima love and also uh, stuff. You remember that, right? What if? Yeah, what... Mike. Uh, it was like the Kojima Productions like mascot thing, whatever the astronaut dude Ludens? was like in the background of one of Phil Spencer's streams. Yeah, I'm not going to say this is my my wish per se, but this would be like, how cool would this be? Microsoft buys back, uh, buys Konami's uh, games library because Konami doesn't want to do video games anymore for whatever reason. They buy Kojima Productions. Next Metal Gear is going to be an Xbox exclusive. It's very pie in the sky. I know. know that's why I'm saying like, this isn't my yeah, wish, but that's why I prefaced it with yeah. how cool would this be? Yeah, cool. that would be. It would be a big deal. Big deal. But or um, they buy FromSoft. It would. Unfortunately, the the big <laughs> barrier with that. Unfor- like unfortunately the, the big barrier will always 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 be even if Microsoft somehow acquires Metal Gear and gets Kojima and Metal Gear becomes like a big Microsoft exclusive no matter what they will never have Metal Gear Solid 4 on their library ever they'll never be able to get the rights to that game so even if they back like if even if they put all the like the collection stuff on Game Pass, they'll never have Metal Gear Solid 4 and they'll be missing 
There's an elegant solution to that. You retcon Metal Gear Solid Four. They could, and like, but the thing is, and that's what I mean is they'd have to, like, because Metal Gear Solid Four is the is the end of the story. Like anything they make further has to either focus on a different character, or um, has to be like prequels and. Um, no, else the end of the story. I, I mean, Revengeance takes place after. Uh, yes, War. but it's the end of the Metal Gear Solid story. I'm not saying that they're okay. like I said. It has to be on a, a focus on a different character, or, and that's the thing is, even if they were to f- somehow find a way to set a story about Snake after Metal Gear Solid Four, you'd be missing a very, very, very core narrative in your backlog that would only be accessible on PlayStation. That's unfortunately. Kind of like- Oh, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that game was like. I mean, they've made they've made or decanonized games in the Metal Gear franchise before, like Snake's Revenge. That used True. to be the yeah. sequel to Metal Gear, the original one, and then they're like, this one, this one isn't real. They could just do that with four; yeah. it'll be fine. I mean, yeah. very different times, very anyway. different games. True. Jules, you had but... something to say earlier. Yeah, like sorry, not to like shuffle oh, things along. No, that's okay. I also think, and this is something. This is not the thing I was going to say earlier, but keeping on this topic, and this is honestly, this is satirical. I don't actually think this will happen, but maybe the reason we didn't see enough of the new Sonic game in the Sonic Central is because it's formally going to be announced as a Xbox exclusive game when it, when Microsoft announces they've purchased Sega. I think Microsoft's oh. smart enough to realize they don't they don't need that as an exclusive. Yeah, yeah. they're fully re- they can fully realize that Sonic won't sell and will die anyway, whether they make it an exclusive on Xbox. Well, or Jules, not. I don't want to burst your bubble, but Sonic's new game did get confirmed for all platforms. But but yeah, uh, I think that Microsoft's gonna like they're gonna start this new initiative that they're gonna want to push into the the uh, the Japanese market or the Asian market. And I think a big part of that will be additions to Game Pass. And there's been rumors for months now about like Persona 5 coming to Game Pass. And I think that'd be a huge, huge, huge deal. Like that would for sure get me to play Persona 5. Like I, like I can play Persona 5 right now on PS4, with PS5 through the. Um, uh, whatever PlayStation collection that they they have, where like they have like all those like thirty free games or whatever, but that's the base Persona Five. Persona Five Royal, I think, is the one that's rumored to be on Xbox. And like Microsoft can throw money out. Like they got MLB The Show Day One on Game Pass. They got Outriders on Game Pass. They got like a lot of big games coming to Game Pass right now. Like I feel like that could be a it's available now type announcement. Yep, have it available Absolutely. right after the show. That'd be and, huge, and like I'm sure there's going to be more games. And the last thing I wanted to say before I get into my, like my last non-dream prediction is that they're going to do what they did for the last two years, where they said, or at least for their their showcase and for their last E3 conference, is that everything shown in this presentation will be available on Game Pass day one. That's how they're going to close their their show with Persona. I don't know. I just. It would be nice if it's on Game Pass. I'd love for more people to experience Persona, but I'm also aware that Persona was also heavily rumored for Switch for like two years and never came to it. So I just don't know how much I buy Persona rumors, but you never know. Um, But my dream, 
And the reason I'm putting this on Dream isn't because it's necessarily like a big deal, and more so because I just don't think it'll happen this year, if ever, for a little while. Um, but I would like an Ori 3 announced. Definitely. I don't know how that game will work. I'm not going to say why, but um, yeah. But I would like an Ori 3. So, uh, Gino O'Reilly, do you have any Dream uh, Dream announcements? Well, I don't know. Riley said Fallout New Vegas, but do you have I mean, another one? I, you know, I'm mostly just excited about Halo Infinite. I'm a huge Halo fan, so I don't. Yeah. My dream of it. My dream is for Halo Infinite to not be bad. It it won't be bad. <laughs> three four three. Come on, do make make a good game out of the gate. Come on, just no it controversies. Can't be bad. <laughs> Did you see the trailer? <laughs> I mean, I I felt that it couldn't be bad when they showed off the first one, and then everyone complained, and they're like, "All right, we have to revise everything." And now I think it could be bad because when they get yeah. into, we could have been playing Halo Infinite right yeah. now. The people who say, it, honestly, in my yeah. opinion, the people who said it looked bad initially weren't the people who were going to play Halo, who don't play Halo on a regular basis, anyways. So I don't know. I just had, I just realized <laughs> I did have another dream that I know is even more unlikely yep. than the the Fallout one, in that you know what recently. The news came out that the exclusivity deal with uh, for Star Wars was like taken away from EA, right? So, mm-hmm. and there's also been rumors of I'm, right now all the rumors are pointing to I think it's Team Asper to do the remake for Kotor. Yeah. Like and yeah, I find that really weird. By I, the way, I, I don't know. Like if they're used to doing ports, I really I don't like the idea of it just being a, like because like if they're gonna do it, I hope they do a remaster, like a remake as opposed to remaster. And if that were the case, I I don't think it'd be a good idea to give it. I don't know. I maybe I'm. I I just I don't like. Know what do you What do you call a remake? Like, would you consider something like, like Crash like Final Fantasy Bandicoot? Seven. Oh, so you, but you so then you want like a full on like reimagining, not something like ground up. Not, but, yeah, but ground up still like something like Crash Bandicoot and Saint Trilogy was still made ground up. It wasn't really a a remaster, but it was made to mimic the old game. Like it was made to preserve the integrity, See, but you, I don't know what you Watching want is a reimagining. Your complaints about Kotor One, like and how the combat's super dated. I don't know if I'd want the combat to be the same way. If I want people to actually appreciate the game and its story, yeah. it might have to modernize. Anyways, um, if that were the case, and given that Microsoft ha- again has Obsidian at their disposal, and Obsidian did arguably the better Kotor game, I think it would be nice if uh, Obsidian got to work on the Kotor remakes. Probably not. That being said, yeah, I think that's a real. I think that's more than a dream, only because from the sounds of it, just based off the marketing and based off rumors, it does sound like um, Disney is going to be pushing or hoping to push Old Republic as like a frontier of Star Wars moving forward, and it would seem like a very strange decision for them to take the like most recognizable Old Republic story. And make it a, an Xbox exclusive game like that just seems very strange of a Disney decision. Not well, a, not it doesn't necessarily. Doesn't have to be exclusive. That could be part but of if the it's deal. Obsidian, for, in order for them, yeah. to, work, in order for them so. to use the Star Wars license, they might have to say they can't. I guess so. Yeah. I just wonder if Microsoft would be down for that. I, but I that's the thing. Like Star Star Wars is a big enough brand that I think they'd say whatever, fine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe in some degree. I think it would depend on the deal. Just because then they're giving their own manpower to work on an IP that's not even theirs, you know. But you, I would be a nice dream. Hey, Riley, give it to Bioware. Uh, even though Bioware is not even the same people anymore. 
Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think the I I think it was Chris Avalon who did uh, who did Kotor too. I don't think he's there anymore. I also think he might have had some uh, some allegations against him. I'm not I don't quite remember if that was him or someone else. But so it's not like Obsidian is the exact same either. Yeah. Well, if this is the kind of dreams we're talking about, then the actual dream I have is that all these back and forth lunches that Phil's been having to Japan were meeting with Sony to pull out of the for Microsoft to pull out of the console race and sell all their IP to Sony. Thus you, you can, restoring you can balance to the galaxy. You can leave. <laughs> no JK Jules. No, actually sell them to Nintendo. Don't sell them to Sony. Nintendo yeah. needs Halo. Please sell them to Nintendo. Please sell them to Nintendo. I, want to see a Nintendo. <laughs> I really want to see a Nintendo pretty good segue. I really want to see a Nintendo. Well, no, Gino, did, Gino, did you have anything no, I'm to add? Good. I want. I want you to get to your your main course here, Mateo. So, I'm going to tease you guys again because I actually thought of something. Do you think if if Xbox Game Pass got announced for Nintendo Switch, do you think it would have hap- would happen in the Microsoft conference? Do you think that would happen in Nintendo's? I think it would be both. I think Nintendo. I don't think it would be in the Microsoft one. Yeah, I think so too. But anyways, let's give the people what they want. Let's give me what I want. I've been waiting a very, very, very long time for a new Banjo-Kazooie game. 13 years. The heartbreak. Year after year, I have to go through. Aside from 2019, Banjo being years. Can you actually say the real amount of years? No? Banjo-Kazooie, let's be honest. Okay. Since the... 23 years, Jules. Okay. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Since uh, since Banjo Tooie came out in 2000 or 1999, 2000 I think it came out. So 21 years. Uh, every year, there's always something that happens that like, like, and 2019 was the the only year where I didn't feel that way because Banjo and Smash was a big deal. I've been wanting that for a really long time. Phil's lunch paid off. Nintendo wined and dined him. We got what we wanted, but. The amount of merchandise and products that have come, Banjo-related products that have come out, predating his announcement in Smash Bros. The fan gamer, uh, he got the fan gamer lineup, the cable guys, uh, like clothing, and 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 he's getting action figures and and plushies and a, like the amiibo for frick's sakes. Like Microsoft is making money off of this intellectual property and they're doing absolutely nothing with it where it counts banjo when he was acquired by microsoft when rare was bought by microsoft banjo was a mascot of the n64 he was a video game icon they've basically done nothing with him conquer is the same way i want another conquer game but like we kind of got the project spark just right conquer kind of no gino get it i kind of anyways it's not the same you can't play that anymore they took it away but anyways, I digress. The potential that this IP has, it's it's just mind-numbing to think that Microsoft's done absolutely nothing with Banjo. And like whether it's a like a remake of Kazooie or, or a collection of Kazooie and Tui or whatever, just do something. I I feel like I agree. I feel like if Banjo got given a second chance, that wasn't like that's not. Uh, a, a thing like nuts and bolts, like a, a side game, or well, technically they consider nuts and bolts theory three e. But like, if it was back to its roots and Banjo was given a second chance, it could be as successful as the revival of. of, of it could be like Crash. It could be like Spiral. It it has a potential, and I don't think if Banjo does get 
made a new game, I don't think Rare's making no, it. No, they're not. That's why and know what and that's why at the end of the day I really, really, really want a banjo kazooie slash tui remake in the vein of Crash Insane trilogy or like Spyro Reignited trilogy rather than having a third banjo game because I feel like an an outside team rebuilding banjo and mimicking it would be nice first, especially if they're gonna give another studio the reins to make a third banjo, I would feel more confident if they first worked on a remake to get used to like the game and then outsourced mm-hmm. and like or and then branched out. But at the same time, like who knows? Oh. Remember those early rumors? Uh, like I, I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast. I think, I think this. I think it was last year. The that podcast. Those, those um those rumors. It was the end of last year. The the rumors, and I can't remember if there was ever any fruition to these rumors. I I honestly don't remember. But Mateo, you can probably spread some insight. But do you remember when Platonic was teasing like big announcements? Yeah. Um, they released a video on their YouTube channel, I think, a couple months ago, and. I think all it ended up being was just like they're gonna be publishing, like oh other people's like, games, like yeah. in, indie indie games. But like they, I think they did say they have something that they're gonna show, but they haven't showed it yet. Like a, yeah. a game that they're making. I would love for them but, to make Banjo um, Three. Yeah, I would too. But like, because those are the actual people yeah. that made Banjo Kazooie and, and, and I guess they also made Nuts and Bolts Tekken. But um. Yeah, but would like they do Banjo Redoe first? Huh? Redoe would be an amazing. Yeah, that was, that definitely wasn't like, our name. Uh, that was like a fan name for yeah, a, a remake. Yeah, that's that that's like yeah. But um, that's the thing. Every year, I get my expectations up, knowing that I'm just going to be disappointed. And like, I'll always be a Banjo Kazooie fan. It's just going to be a meme. Like every year, I'm going to hope and just get my heart broken. But like. One of these years, eventually it's going to happen, and then I could say it was worth it. But uh, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, I really want Banjo, man. I just, like I said, I, I lost my mind when Banjo got announced for Smash Bros. If Banjo got a new game, that is what I want it to be like. That's what I, how I acted when he got announced for Smash. It will be nothing compared to. Uh, his new game and hopefully if we're streaming or whatever that day whenever that day comes you'll see i will lose my mind i i promise you that and in your confusion i will make my way to gino's room and steal his as hat but uh i'm i think with that that should about do it um uh thank you for listening and if uh you enjoyed what you listened to there's going to be plenty of it coming up because this is just the beginning of or this is the early phases of our E3 coverage. We're going to be doing predictions on uh, other uh, companies, and we are also going to be doing live reactions for the press conferences. I don't know if we've decided if we're going to do the summer games one yet. I think we should, we would well, uh, probably. I think, but uh, okay, I can speak to summer games. But I don't know if you want to finish your outro. If we do it, we do it. If yeah, we don't, if we do, we do it. Yeah, how about that? that. Uh, but for sure, we're going to do the E3. Uh, labeled yeah. one, so Nintendo, Microsoft, Bethesda, sure. uh, with breakdowns the rest, too, Ubisoft, whatever. The rest. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing breakdowns, and then we'll we might even do we might even do a final podcast about like talking about who won E3, yeah. your favorite announcements, stuff like that. So and that might that uh, may like be our episode twenty one. That may be the yeah, return actually, to the that, original. Yeah, that actually yeah. would be a really cool idea. Let's do that. 
So uh, if you like what you heard today, please give us a like, subscribe. Uh, it will do a lot. It will help us out a lot. Uh, listen to us on Spotify. Uh, we're also available there. Um, so uh, also, if you're a Geno fan, there's the door. Especially in this E3. Uh, please don't like Especially please don't during E3 season. Please, don't, please. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I will leave you guys with a good hook and a way. Thanks for listening again. Believe in Banjo. Come on, Microsoft. You can do it. Give us what we want. Lol. See ya. Bye.